Hey folks, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 515, titled Legendary Apex. My name is Rob, I'm your host for today. Uh, this is the show about the Xbox, gaming, anything else we want to talk about. Uh, we're supposed to have a very special guest uh, for the show. You might remember him from shows like This Xbox Life in the past for uh, a couple hundred episodes and Xbox podcast prior to that. But uh, our good buddy Mark was uh, supposed to be on the show tonight. But unfortunately, as the weather in the Great Northwest uh, is getting the Great Northwest snowstorm, which I don't know how prepared they are for that, but uh, you know they're they're just getting pounded. They they got more snow up there than we did here in Chicago. I think all winter, uh, almost double probably. I'd, I'd have to say because uh, there's maybe what about an inch or two out here right now in Chicago in the windy city. And Mark was saying something like that. I think he said like they got over a foot, like 17 inches or something like that. Let me see. I'm kind of curious here. And yeah, over 17 inches, still snowing. His internet's been in and out, power in and out. Well, actually, I think the internet's been out. The power's been in and out. So I feel for you, buddy. And uh, you can borrow my snowblower. You just got to come here and get it. However, once you come here, then we can do some gaming. You can use my internet. Bring your Xbox. But uh, so uh, hopefully we'll get Mark on the show next week on Sunday because I'm really dying to hear what he thinks of Crackdown. His favorite game. He's been talking about it for years. We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know what he thinks of it. Plus that other stuff that's been coming out too as well. And if you're a gamer, you know what I'm talking about. It's been a busy week in gaming. So uh, real quick, make a couple announcements here. Listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube on Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, this is now Monday. We're hoping to get the recording done uh, today because his internet wasn't, Mark's internet wasn't working. So we're a little little late today, one day late. But uh, yeah, so normally on Sundays. And then uh, also... The show is not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. It's a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. And the views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So, just want to burn through real quick what I've been playing lately. Uh, of course, my usual jam's been Fortnite Save the World. Got up to level 77. I believe that's where I'm at right now, 76 or 77. And uh, just uh, getting to the second half of the Candy Valley storyline. Still loving that game. You know, it's got its ups and downs, primarily other people kind of being buttheads a little bit, you know, leaving in the middle of missions and stuff like that. So hopefully they'll address that. And uh, I was reading, for those of you that play Save the World, and if you don't, you should. But uh, in the next update that they're coming out with, they're going to have a removal of the seasonal gold cap, which was the most ridiculous thing. So seasonal gold is the gold bars that you get in missions, and it caps you at 5,000. So if you're going to be buying some heroes and, and all, you know, they'll, they'll run anywhere from like 1,600 to 
you know, like 2,000, some 22, 2,300, something like that gold. But as you play the game, if you don't want to buy something, you know, you can stockpile it. But then once you hit 5,000, it caps you and you lose out. So it's, it's silly. I mean, I found myself buying things I really didn't want. But, uh, you know, just so I didn't waste the gold. But looks like they're going to be removing that cap about time. Bravo to that. And then also, if you've been playing any Battle Royale and you've bought any skins, you know that a lot of those skins, they cost about 2,000 V-Bucks, which is the equivalent of $20. So Save the World right now is half price. It's $20. So for the cost of one skin, you can get Save the World if you don't have it. So get it. It's a lot of fun. And pretty soon, if, if you're on the Battle Royale camp, you haven't played Save the World, I think everybody's going to be ditching Battle Royale on Fortnite, moving on to other games. And we'll get over to that in a little bit. Alrighty. And then uh, a couple other things have been playing uh, Clash Royale. That's been uh, a lot of fun. I've been continuing with my Star Trek Fleet Command. I think that's the game. I, I For some reason, I want to say Fleet Commander. But uh, Star Trek Fleet Command, it, it's fun. It's... Um, it's got that building aspect to it that that keeps hooking me into it. And right now it's not super annoying making you wait like two weeks. I'm looking at you, Clash of Clans. Making you wait like two weeks in order for something to upgrade. Haven't gotten there yet. And uh the leveling up is is kind of fun. It's uh it's a nice little diversion, as is Clash Royale. I did manage to get a little bit of gaming in with celeste so this was the free xbox live right i'm sorry xbox gold game from i don't know last month i think i don't know if it's no it's i don't think it's still in in the games with gold program nope it left so it was in last month's uh it was in the january time frame sometime uh free game it's a pixel platformer it is uh <laughs> This is a type of game which will make you put your fist, a controller, whatever, through your TV monitor, whatever you play on it. It is just um, frustrating as all get out. I, I, I tell you, it's uh, basically it's a little platformer. You jump, you got to jump at certain times for things and then you can latch onto walls. You can climb up walls. So it's a little girl. She kind of like scoots up. And, you know, you can do like dashes where you can like jump off of things, directional, sideways, whatever. But uh, it is one of those games where some of the things that you do, some of the like moves, jumps and everything, they have to be perfect. And I'm, I'm not a perfect gamer. <laughs> I, I can't apparently do consistent jumps with things, but the the cool thing is is that if you die or if you fall where you're not supposed to it just starts you off in the same area and it doesn't seem to be any kind of you know like oh you die three times you lose your, all your life so you start at the beginning it doesn't seem to be like that so you, you can keep trying which is better i guess so it's not as frustrating it's only let's say like 
95% frustrating instead of 100% frustrating. And then I also got in some, we talked about it last weekend on the last show, episode 514, where I had mentioned that uh, there was a leak of a respawn game coming out, and I know that everybody's heard about this one, Apex Legends. And uh, this was the Titanfall game, the Titanfall Battle Royale game with no Titans, no wall running, no Titans, but hey, people love it. It's taken the world by storm, the gaming world by storm, at least uh, the streamers, the gamers, the kiddos. And uh, I I know, uh, for example, my son and his friends have ditched altogether Fortnite in the past week. Everybody is doing the uh, Apex Legends thing. <laughs> and, you know, first we had PUBG. That got surpassed by Battle uh, uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. And now I think we have the third game to come in that it it did what a lot of other games couldn't. And that was to kick Fortnite to the curb for the time being. We'll see if it's got the longevity. The Realm Royale couldn't do it. That's the uh, Realm Royale is the game from Paladins. Yeah, I think it was the, the Paladins folks. So that was their uh, Battle Royale game. That didn't make it. There's a couple of other ones. We talked about them. And they've basically disappeared into obscurity. And I think the one thing that Apex Legends has done that's really, I'll say, important, air quote, important, to to make it notable, to make it appealing to gamers, is that it's a game, it's not cartoony, it's not quite the craziness of PUBG in terms of realism, because it's kind of, it's sci-fi-ish, but it is a serious game. So it's a serious game instead of a lighthearted cartoony game like Fortnite. Now, the strange thing is like when I was playing this thing, I'd be running around and I'm like, I need to... (laughs) I just want to build for some reason. I I go and I I have this inclination to like build the ramps, the stairs, build stairs, build platforms, but you can't do any of that, unfortunately. But uh, Apex Legends uh, has been kind of like a surprise, at least up until last week. It was a surprise uh, for, I think, everybody. Fortunately, got leaked slightly early. The big reveal on Monday, which... It was pretty cool. We were watching uh, the reveal. I think it started at like 10 o'clock on Monday here in Chicago. So 10 o'clock on Monday, the reveal then was four hours later. They kept showing the stream with like little clips. And then they had the big reveal. And uh, the gameplay is pretty cool. I'm sure that you that you folks have already tried it. Uh, the, the gameplay is pretty cool. Um, I ha- I struggle a little bit with picking up things. That's one thing that I think I'm too used to the Fortnite aspect of it when I do play Battle Royale. 
um, you, I, I struggle picking up things just because they're not always apparent. You know, it's the the visuals are more suited towards PUBG than they are Fortnite. So in Fortnite, when there's something on the ground, it's screaming like "I'm over here," and you kind of have to like look for it and pay attention to the ground things i'll say blend in a little bit better just because of the textures and the realism one thing that is pretty cool that i really like is pinging things so when you find something if, if you haven't played it and you're not aware of what this is when you find something let's say like you find a, i don't know a gun or helmet or something you can actually ping it so that if you're playing without a headset and microphone, uh, you can't, you're not talking to people, you can actually tag things, you can tag enemies. So that, that's pretty cool. Although, you know, until you get used to it, you, you know, you hear that things are pinged, but then you're like, okay, where are they? <laughs> I have no idea where they are. But, uh, you know, you get used to it. And then the revival system is pretty interesting. This is where when somebody gets knocked down, then uh, you know a person can come and they can revive them, which is, I mean, we see that in Fortnite, for example. But uh, a person, once they die, they can be uh, revived as well. So all you need is a player to come over and uh, they pick up... Um, your little insignia thing. I forget what it's called now. I'm drawing a blank. They pick up your little thing and, and then they run over to the thing. How, how's that? That's a, that's a great example, isn't it? Uh, of, of what it is. Uh, but uh, they take it back to uh, this area. They, they put it in this device and then a drop ship comes down. And uh, hey, the player's back. So uh, that's pretty cool. So somebody is not out for the count what's cool about that as well is that when somebody gets knocked out they have more inclination to stay well if they want you know instead of just dropping out of the game right away but uh so you know that's pretty cool and then um you know i i think they just did a lot of things right a lot of things that people were getting tired of with a lot of battle royale games they made some changes to it. It's got some fresh new things, not just a rehash or a clone of Fortnite. We don't want that. Gamers don't want that. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with how they monetize this game. So it's been out for a week, slightly over a week and a day, approximately. And, you know, what exactly are they going to do? Are they going to start having emotes where you know somebody shoots you and then they do the floss and then you know they do a dance and then well they do have like these finishing moves but is it going to be silly is it going to be over the top like Fortnite, or are they going to keep it more serious and appeal to the hardcore gamers maybe that's something to consider as well you know the people that want the flash they want the the kitty stuff they can stick with Fortnite battle royale and then the hardcore gamers they can go to apex legends or PUBG or blackout but i think that a lot of folks probably like apex legends better than both of those but uh we'll, we'll see what happens with the game so it's very early it's only been a week uh one kind of bummer 
about the game is the game doesn't support uh, any kind of cross-play from the standpoint of if you have, let's say, like an Origin account on PC, you can't take that same account over to PS4 or Xbox. So that kind of stinks for people that like multiple systems because for myself, sometimes I like to play on Xbox, sometimes I like to play on PC, go back and forth. And, you know, that that's not an option. But we'll see if they add it because, you know, that stuff wasn't necessarily around for Fortnite as well when it first came out, but they added it later on. And uh, we'll, we'll see. So that's one thing that I hope that they bring in. And I would think it would behoove them to do that. But uh, yeah, so far, after one week of Apex Legends, it's definitely a double thumbs up. And uh, we'll see what comes over the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months. See if they do something to capitalize on that momentum that they've got right now. Or are they going to tank? Is it going to drop into obscurity like a lot of these other ones? So we shall see. All right, a couple quick notes um, before we get on to the, into the roundtable discussions. And that's or the, the topics. And that's uh, you can support the show on Patreon. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, anything that you can do to support the show on there is greatly appreciated. You can um, you know donate as little as $1 a month. That's uh, it just uh, very much appreciated. It helps defray some of the costs of the show because this is, you know, we don't get sponsored by anybody. You know, we don't have ad revenue. We don't have ads. But, uh, you know, anything that you can do to support the show on there would be greatly appreciated. Also, you can leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. Again, not required, but greatly appreciated. And then uh, also support the show by subscribing on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Why not? All three. So a couple of things I want to talk about uh, real quick. Just got a couple stories here uh, to tear through. Uh, first of all, wanted to talk about Crackdown 3. I was hoping to talk about this with Mark. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, again, he, he's, he didn't, couldn't make it inclement weather and the such lack of internet we understand but uh this was kind of interesting so crackdown 3 is launching this week in what four days today's monday yeah four days that's on uh, the 15th so you're in the clear this is after valentine's day so take care of all of your valentine's stuff on valentine's day do not push it into the weekend that's a pro tip from the Xbox Life. All right, so on the 15th, Crackdown comes out, and they're not going to support Xbox Live parties at launch for the Wrecking Zone mode, which uh, is kind of interesting. So when you're doing the Wrecking Zone mode, th that's the one where everything is destructive in the game. And uh, everything's destructive. It's a five versus five uh, game over there. Uh, you're, you're basically going to be forced. Initially, we'll, we'll see if this changes. But you're going to be forced to go through 
random matchmaking. So you're going to be playing with strangers. You, there's no way to play with buddies, which hmm, is, is, is kind of weird. Cause I would think that you could go in with somebody else. Let's say there's two people in your party. You could go in and then, you know, just be matched up with three other people, whether they're singles or, you know, three people, one, you know, whatever the case may be where it adds up to five, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is the problem. Like when you're playing in Fortnite, you have the ability to go into a squad game if you want as a solo and it's fine. It, it lets you go in by yourself. Unfortunately, you're, you're teamed against squads of four people or even duos if you do that game, but you, you have that option to do it if you want. And not in um, not in uh, Crackdown 3 Wrecking Zone. So that, that's kind of interesting. So hopefully they add it. <clears throat> and um, they basically said that they can't provide any more details. But hopefully they'll add it. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. Hopefully that doesn't detract too much from that game. Because I know people like to play with their buddies and everything. But... Uh, it's just a surprising little blurb there. All right. One thing that came out of the Inside Xbox episode that we had, what, Tuesday last week? This was Tuesday the 5th. Major Nelson and the crew came out and, uh, you know, they they talked up uh, Crackdown and a bunch of other things. And then one thing that they kind of dropped was that Microsoft Studios which is the entity, I guess, that includes all of the other uh, game studios, including uh, Playground, Ninja Theory, uh, Compulsion Games, um, In Exile. I think it was what, seven, seven game companies total. They're going to be rebranded from Microsoft Studios to Xbox Game Studios. So here... Looks like they're trying to capitalize on the Xbox name, which is which is good, I think. You know, it's not just going to be Microsoft, you know, which is the main company, but it's going to be the Xbox brand for the Xbox Studios, which makes sense because they do Xbox well, and Windows uh, games as well. But uh, that that was that was kind of interesting, and that they did that and. It, it does make sense. It does make sense. And I hope that they keep up bringing in more studios into the mix because that's just more content for us. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I can say about that. Don't want to go too much into the, the business, at least not in this episode here. Uh, Game Pass did get some additions. Uh, they announced a couple of things on the Inside Xbox show on Tuesday, if you saw that. And... Uh, the Xbox Game Pass had a couple of games that got added in January. The last one, which was Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. And again, we talked about this last week. It's the original Tomb Raider game. So it's the original in this so far trilogy, I guess, since the original original games. So it's the original current generation uh, game Definitive Edition on February 7th, which was what? Thursday last week. Let me double check here. Yeah, on Thursday last week, they dropped Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Wow. I mean, that's a fairly new game. 
So that got in there. The Walking Dead, the complete first season that's in there. I mean, it's sort of surprising that they added that because Telltale is uh, defunct, I guess. So, um, you know, apparently no future development on that on that series. But if you haven't played it, uh, this was the original. It was uh, the one that everybody was raving about. I mean, we loved it here at TXL. Uh, we talked about it all the time. Now we're kind of past it. And Telltale Games altogether, I guess. But you get that. And then they also added Pumped BMX Pro. I guess this is like a Trials Light sort of. Um, on February 14th, so this is coming up this week, we have The Blob. Uh, on February 15th, Crackdown 3, straight into Game Pass. February 21st, this is one that I'm excited about, Batman Return to Arkham. That's going in there. So uh, the Batman games are, are pretty cool. And, oh, what the heck was it? There was something else here. I thought there was one right at the end of the month. No, that must have been it. That was the last one. Batman Return to Arkham on the 21st. Yes. So, you know, they keep continuing to add decent games. Kudos to Microsoft for that. Then, uh, you know, we had a couple of games that dropped this week in, in various forms. So we had Crackdown 3, which had that that uh, test, like server load test, early beta thing, whatever you want to call it. So we had that. We had Apex Legends, of course. And then the Division 2. They had a private beta, which... Uh, a lot of places are saying, a lot of uh, places online are, are writing articles basically saying that Division 2, just like Red Dead Redemption, looks best on Xbox. One X. I guess I should have that caveat. But, uh, well, it looks good on other Xbox as well, of course. But uh, basically they're saying that the game has native 4k hdr enhancements and uh was it the frame rate thing uh uncapped frame rates uh fully customizable uis and huds variable refresh rates uh it supports multi-screen widescreen like tons of different things you know some of those of course are for pc because we don't really do multi-screen yet. That'd be cool if they had that, you know? I'd have really thought about that. If they could do some kind of double screen system. Hmm. I wonder how they could do that. Maybe use the USB port or something. That's something to think about. But, you know, so they've got, you know, 4K HDR and the graphics are just phenomenal. So Division 2 releases fully on March 15th. Was that about five weeks away? Yeah, I think something like that. But uh, the the visuals really good, really good. Uh, if you haven't uh, had a chance to take part in this uh, beta that they had, you know, you don't have to wait too long. 
for the game's full release. Um, another game that's supposedly coming up, and this was kind of a surprise. Well, it's not a surprise, but hadn't really heard too much about it, is uh, there was a trademark filing that was done by Ubisoft, and it reveals Watchdog 3 in the works. Watchdogs and Watchdogs 2 came out a while ago. They had some pretty cool gameplay. Hey there, Monkey Punch. Uh, they had some uh, pretty good gameplay and, uh, you know, had a, a cool hacking system. And it looks like Watch Dogs 3 is planned for PS5 and Xbox Scarlet, of all things. So, you know, probably not going to be out this year, but in the next one or two years, whenever those systems come out, um, you know, we'll we'll get some more Watch Dogs 3 love. And I, I bet that they'd have this backported to the Xbox One system as well, I'm sure. I wouldn't see why not. So, more gaming right there. We'll also have to see uh, what uh, how, what the price of this game is <laughs> with Ubisoft titles. Like, what, two, three weeks after release, they're like half price. They're in the bargain bin. But, uh, hey, Monkey Punch, uh, yeah, Mark couldn't make it. His internet was still out. There's uh, tons of snow, 17 inches of snow up there in Seattle, up in uh, Microsoft land. But uh, another little bit of a news blurb here on, on a game that's supposedly coming is we talked about Overkill's The Walking Dead. So this is the purportedly Walking Dead game that's done right because there's been a whole bunch of bad ones. And, you know, it's not like Walking Dead, the Telltale games where it's, you know, like story-driven, choose-your-own-adventure, if that's safe to say without getting sued. But... Uh, uh, it's a full-on game that had a crazy trailer a couple months back. It was last year. It looked really good. Looked really well done. And this game is now delayed indefinitely. So we'll see when it comes out. Because uh, it looks like it was originally planned for... 2016 so it's been delayed a bunch of times um it was delayed by a year in 2016 delayed again by a year in 2017 then it was supposed to be released in november i think november december of 2018 and you know what it's 2019 hasn't come out so we'll we'll see we'll see when it comes out but uh if you're looking forward to this one it's move on to other games move on to other games you know we got a whole bunch of stuff coming out here it'll keep you busy until it's like all of a sudden hey this game's coming out here it is it's finally ready or something we'll see um so now cross play not cosplay we're not talking about that kind of stuff. But uh, crossplay is something that had, you know, a lot of people's attention over the you know past couple of years, of course, with Microsoft first starting to do some crossplay with their Play Anywhere 
system where you could go back and forth between Windows and you know Windows PCs on Xbox. And now some of these games, like Fortnite, for example, they're supporting crossplay. You could play on a PC with an Xboxer, with somebody on a Switch. Uh, and now, finally, you can play with PS4 people. So it's something that people have been screaming for a long time. Sony got a ton of hate because they were the last holdouts. Nintendo embraced it. Microsoft embraced it with the Xbox. And then Sony kind of shunned it and gave a lot of excuses. They relented a little bit. We're, there's, the PS4 people are starting to get a little taste of it all. But apparently, instead of just letting people play the game and being able to play with their friends, there's a lot of other, I'll say, hidden benefits to having cross-play. And, and I thought those were pretty cool because I had never really considered this. But when you are an industry person, and I'm not saying that I am, but uh, when you're an industry person looking at things, you tend to look at it from a different perspective. And it's sort of like a behind the scenes, what the developers think about crossplay. And um, there was an article from uh, the developers of Paladins, that's High Res Studios. And uh, I mentioned them a little bit ago. They also make Realm Royale, and they made that Smite game as well. And the their president, uh, Stu Chisholm, uh, basically uh, says that crossplay leads to better games because it improves multiplayer experiences. And he said that it improves match quality by reducing wait times. By up to 30%, which I guess makes sense because uh, you're growing the game pool of players, right? The pool of players. So you are able to match up with people. I don't think it's as much of a problem on the Xbox, but maybe on a platform that doesn't have a whole ton of gamers in, in one particular uh, genre of games they can draw in from other systems. So it'll reduce wait times by up to 30%, level spread between players by 40%. Yeah, you get more people, you get a bigger spread of levels. Helps find similar skilled players. Yep, the more people that you have, the more easily you can be matched with people on your, air quote, level. And, um, and reduces unfair matches by 80%. And I think by what they mean by unfair matches, we're looking at where you're matched up against somebody that's just going to annihilate you, for example. We can look at it that way. So if a system would, I suppose, just blatantly, just blindly hook you up with another player, like let's say I'll just use some random numbers. Like if you're a level five player, they can hook you up with a level 80 player just because maybe there's nobody available and they need to pair you up with somebody. And if they're an opponent, that's, that's not cool. Not fun. But I guess if they're on your team, it might help you. But, uh, so that's some interesting statistics. Um, oh, I don't remember if I read the, the numbers here. Uh, increases by loading times by 30%, level spread by 40%. 
and reduces uh, unfair matches by 80%. So that's some, that's some decent numbers there. So, you know, hopefully this trend continues. And then, I mean, realistically, if we get to the point of where there's full-on multiplaying or cross-play across all the systems, then it really doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what system you have. You just It's your choice. You go with the Sony, you go to with the Xbox, you go with the Nintendo, if Nintendo even matters in there. Then you just um, you just choose your hardware and you play with everybody else. You play with everybody else. So very cool. And we'll see what happens with uh, xCloud and all that good stuff that's coming out later on this year maybe or next year. We'll, we'll, we'll see, whatever it is. And then uh, another game that's coming out real soon here. It's out for pre-order right now. If you like Diablo, if you like a couple of the other Diablo clones that have been out last couple months, if you like Torchlight, which is on my anticipated games list, uh, Torchlight Frontiers coming out soon, hopefully. Um, there is a new one in the Warhammer franchise, Chaos Bane, that has gone up for pre-order. And uh, there's a pretty cool trailer. Uh, the game's going to be coming out at $60. Not a huge surprise. It's going out for pre-order, and it's going to be released on June 4th. So it's going to be just prior to E3. First beta takes place in March, so next month. The second in April. And looking forward to seeing some of that. Although some of these games, they just take so much time. There's such a huge time sink. Not that that's a bad thing. Because, you know, they're fun. But uh, there's just so little time. So little time. And I believe that's about it here. Oh, and I forgot to mention, um, uh, going back to what I've been playing. Actually, two things I want to talk about uh, before we continue on to, into the community section. And that's that War Groove. So War Groove came out. And I got a chance to play it uh, a little bit last week. It went into the Play Anywhere, which is awesome. So if you get it on Xbox, you have it on PC. If you get it on PC, you have it on Xbox. So you can play it across both systems. Awesome. But uh, this game is interesting from the standpoint of it does definitely scratch that itch for the Advance Wars gaming if you've played that in the past back in the old nintendo days and there's been a couple of games that have followed suits that have been you know copied it like i remember i used to play a game on my sega uh, psp not sega sony psp and uh i don't field something field not field commander i don't remember what the name was but uh these games are a lot of fun it's i believe it was only 20 dollars for war groove and it is a great reincarnation it's not a full-on copy of the system it's got a different feel to it it doesn't have that like anime what manga whatever um feel to it of the original games but it uh is definitely worth checking out so uh, definitely love that game. Looking forward to playing some more of it if 
I can get away from Save the World and Apex Legends. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is I've got a little bit of a, let's see here, got a little bit of a project for myself. Now, remember uh, about a year ago, I think, uh, Mark and I had talked about my experiences with the Xbox Elite controller, how the thumbstick, the left thumbstick, really started drifting. So as you're playing, I mean, it's the most expensive controller there is out there, you know, from Microsoft. This thing lasted, what, a year maybe? And then the thumbstick started drifting up. And I took it apart, and then uh, the hacks that they have on YouTube on how to fix it, they're all garbage. They, they don't do anything. But if you can see this on the video over here, I bought straight from China. I got, how many did I get here? I got four replacement, uh, I think they called them like 3D potentiometers, something like that. So they're basically the little, the little stick. I got to hold this up with my hand here. They're like the little electronic component underneath the thumbstick and I'm going to take it upon myself to try to replace it. So I've done a, a fair amount of soldering in my life. So I'll, I'll see how I can get this done. I just need to get some, uh, and try to use some wick and, uh, clean up the contacts and see if I can get the old one out. But there's a fair amount of posts. There's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, looks like 14 posts, but, uh, you know, if it can resurrect a hundred plus controller, why not? And I got four of them. They were like $2 shipped from China. So they're like 50 cents each. Each. So uh, when I get some time, when I get some patience, um, I'm going to give this thing a shot. I figure, why not? It's already hosed. And uh, we'll see how it goes. All righty. So going on into the, into the community section, a uh, couple quick things here. First of all, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, uh, you can uh, go to thesexboxlife.com, click on the send voicemail widget on the right-hand side of the screen. Just click on a widget, you can leave a voicemail up to 90 seconds. So that's a minute and a half. If you need to talk longer than that, leave multiple messages, or you can alternatively send an MP3 to contact at Xbox Life, and we'll play it on the show. And we got a message from Catflap1970 from the UK. Always a pleasure to get some messages from him. So Catflap, what do you have for us this week? Hi, Rob. How's it going? Catflap1970 from the UK here. Just finished um, Lego Avengers. And uh, took me 122 hours to max out 100% complete. Those Lego games are getting huge. The uh, gaming environment is is massive. Um, always done the Lego series. I like the Lego series. It's an easy pick up, put down, not too stressful. Takes me a long time to complete. Nevertheless, love those Lego games. So, what would be your suggestion for the next Lego game in the series? We've had Star Wars and Indiana Jones and um, I can't even remember. Oh, Jurassic Park. There you go. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. It goes on and on. What would be your suggestion for the next one? And what is, does anyone know what the next one is, actually? Um, 
If anyone knows, please let me know. I love these games. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, Catflap, for the message as always. Always a pleasure to hear your uh, harmonious voice. <laughs> just It's harmonious just like mine. But uh, this year, I actually did look it up. So, you know, we had, like last year, we had Lego The Incredibles and Lego DC Supervillains. For 2019, we have, big surprise here, the Lego Movie 2 video game. So the movie just hit the theaters, what, I think Friday? Yeah, I think last week, or is it this week? I don't remember now. But uh, I thought it already opened, so I guess it makes sense to have the Lego Movie 2 video game being the first one up for this year. So they've typically had at least two since since 2013. So 2013 was the last year that they had only one, and that was Lego Marvel Superheroes, which is pretty darn good. I like that one. But uh, there's been multiples every year since. So it would not be surprising if they have another one. And um, so what could they have for a franchise? That's a very good question. Uh, you know, I think that they've, or a new franchise or, or something different here. I mean, they've done Star Wars. They've done the Marvel, DC, Jurassic World, Incredibles, um, Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going through a list here. Indiana Jones. So they've done all of those. Personally, I'd like to have two. So first up, I would love, love, love to have a Lego Star Trek game. Never see it. I'm confident it won't happen. But it would be cool. It'd be very cool. Or... Something which is more possible, I guess it's more possible than the Star Trek, but I still think the chances are slim, but uh, a Lego Men in Black. So that would be pretty cool. I always love the Men in Black movies, and I would really like to see that in Lego form. I I think it would be cool, because the Lego games, they have humor, they're lighthearted, and then I, I think the... Men in Black series is kind of the same way. It's not super serious. Um, there's jokes and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it, I think it would be a good fit. I, I would love to see that. And 120 hours. Wow. Talk about just getting your money's worth. And I don't know what you paid for for that title, but, you know, that would easily be like just the fraction of a cost of anything else that you get, whether you can go to a movie and I'm not sure what, what films cost uh, out in the UK to go see, but you know, an amount of money that you spend for that and you burn two hours and like here in the U S movies are like $15 at least on average for one person. You have a family of four that's $60 and then you spend a hundred dollars or more just on food over there. So the ticket price is actually the smallest of the bunch. Everything else just adds on candy and food and drinks and all that. So, um, you know, that is just some insane, insane value that you got out of that game. 120 hours. Wow. That's amazing. And it was probably good. 
It's probably a lot of fun. Because those games are so well done. Actually, I haven't found one yet that I actually don't like. Alrighty. So, let's see here. What was the next thing we got here? Alright, so again, the cat flap, thanks for that message. And then um, a couple last things over here. We have a Twitter account uh, at this Xbox Life, or you can go to this Xbox Life.com forward slash Twitter. I don't know if anybody even uses Twitter anymore. It seems to have kind of disappeared. But and then uh, we do have a Facebook group. You can find that at this Xbox Life.com forward slash Facebook or on Facebook just search for this Xbox Life. It is a closed group, which just means that the group is private. You have to ask to join the group, answer two very simple questions, and then you'll be allowed in. Uh, part of being a closed group that's kind of cool is that as you post in there, only members of the group can see that so it doesn't go out to your general uh, timeline or whatever it's called so not everybody can see it, including your boss. That's my favorite joke that I do every week, unless your boss is in there, of course. And then, um, yeah, so uh, that's all about it I can say about that. I think I hit everything on the Facebook group there. Uh, if you're not a member, ask to be part of it, and we'll let you in. All right, this week's retail releases. Okay, Rob, Rob, what you got for us to tell what you got? All right, this week's retail releases. Got a couple of things, and my page isn't loading. All right, for the week of February 12th, that is tomorrow as of this recording. So Tuesday, February 12th through Friday the 15th, we have on the 12th a couple of things. Canarium. We have Hyperjam, Jump Force. This one is Xbox One X Enhanced. They talked about it on the uh, Inside Xbox episode that they had last week. So we have The King's Bird on the 12th. Minesweeper Genius. That's interesting. I wonder what that one's all about. Did not look that one up yet. On the 14th, on February 14th, on the Valentine's Day, you have Degrees of Separation. And on Friday, oh, there's a couple of things. I forgot about one. Whoa, there's, whoa. Friday is going to be a killer day. Not just because you're killing things in games, but wow. This actually, I, I didn't put this all together. All right, I'm, here's what I'm talking about. Friday, February 15th, Crackdown 3. Xbox One X Enhanced, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Play Anywhere, all of those in one game. It's free if you have Game Pass, of course. Far Cry New Dawn on Friday. I totally forgot about this one. Xbox One X Enhanced, again. Metro Exodus, Xbox One X Enhanced. I'm looking forward to this game. I, I love those uh, Metro games. And DreamWorks, Dragon's Dawn of New Riders. That one I'm not so crazy about. 
but wow, Crackdown 3, Far Cry New Dawn, and Metro Exodus. Looks to be three solid titles releasing on one day. And I know some of the folks that like the the fighting games, they got Jump Force this week as well. So that is four potentially hot games, three at least, I think, are definitely contenders for hot games all releasing this week. Wow, it is going to be a busy, busy February for a lot of people. And then in addition to those, we have Games with Gold. So if, if you've got Xbox Live, you've got Games with Gold, make sure to claim these games even if you're not interested because someday you might be interested in, in these games. So for a couple more days, we have WRD6. This one is leaving Games with Gold on February 12th. Uh, for the month of February, we have Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. So that's going to be good through the 28th, through the end of the month. And on the 16th, this is on Saturday, new to Games with Gold is Super Bomberman R, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to. We'll see if it's any good compared to the old Bomberman games, which were a lot of fun back in the day. And then Xbox 360 back compat. We have uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, which uh, here is pretty good, pretty darn good uh, for an Assassin's Creed game. And wow, on the 16th, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy is coming into the store. So wow, February, is, the tail end of February here is going to be crazy. So many good games, so many titles. And the big problem, of course, so little time. At least, at least that's the way it is for me. And uh, by the way, the Star Wars Jedi Knight is the original Xbox. So it's not even 360. It's the original Xbox. It came out in 2003. came out 16, well, 15 and a half years ago. Almost 16 years ago. So... Don't cringe too much at the graphics when you play that. I, I know we all want to, especially when you get Red Deads and everything that you go play these, you know, 15-year-old games. They're not the same. They're not the same. It's about the experience. It's about nostalgia. All right. Then uh, that's it for the games with gold for uh, this week. And then, uh, as usual, couple last-minute announcements here. If you make any purchases on Amazon, please, please, please use our affiliate link each and every time you make your purchases on Amazon. Uh, doesn't matter what it is. does not have to be game-related. Uh, just use our link. You can find that on the website. And you can find that, that in our Facebook group. Click on that, then do your searching and make your purchases. Um, it, it only works through once, for example, per purchase. So you click through, make your purchase, Next time, it doesn't carry over. You have to do it again. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. We get a little finder's fee for sending you their way. And it's a great way to support the show. Uh, also, if you're an iTunes user, find us on the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. The more ratings that we get, the more we get boosted over there in their podcast rankings. Helps more people come into the community, find out about the show. And then uh, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. And then, as always, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music in the show. And that's it. That's all I've got for this week. 
My name is Rob, also known as Presar. Uh, sorry, couldn't have my Mark on here tonight, but uh, hopefully Mark will have all his internet stuff sorted out uh, over the next couple of days. Man, it's, I, I can't even imagine like with all these great games coming out and not having internet. Wow, that's, that's time where you just take your TV, go to Starbucks, go to a friend's house, do something. Go somewhere where there's internet. String, I don't know, a cable over to your neighbor's house if they have internet. Just string it, string Ethernet across the uh, across the yard just so you can you can get it because there's so many good games coming out. I know Mark's been looking forward to Crackdown Three, and I would stink going into this week with no internet. Oh, wow! I feel for you, bud. So, all right, folks, uh, thanks for joining me once again. Really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in, and we'll catch y'all next week. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Catch you later.